the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. He comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hello and welcome to the All Things Rugby League podcast. I am your host, Big Les. We're going to go through some more news here from the last 24 hours. All my news and updates are provided by Clarkie's RL column. Give his page a follow. Great rugby league page. Start off with this one. Paul Crawley says Munster is at crossroads in his career and must turn a corner to become a marquee player. Now, look... This can be a good take and it can be a bad take. He's already a marquee player. He's already a player that if he was off contract, a bunch of clubs would be after him. He's such a talented young player. Um, and the things that he's done in his career over the past three years, three, four years, have been just exceptional. Really good quality player. But he's got a few things uh, in his game that are a bit 50-50, like that kicking incident. That well a few years ago. Um, now I think it was him and Brandon Smith that were caught um, doing something a bit silly. Uh, Sen Radio. I think Beak said that it was a white substance. So you obviously know what that is. Um, yeah. Look, honestly, there's some ups and downs with Munster. I still think he's a marquee player in terms of talent, uh, footy IQ. In terms of in-game stuff, but out-of-game stuff, that's where he needs to turn it around, Up, in my opinion. That's where he needs to uh, stop doing some things that are a bit silly uh, and just really turn that stuff around. And um, I think that's that's the, it's more the out-of-game stuff than the in-game stuff, in my opinion, if that makes sense. Uh, the Bulldogs have reportedly sent an email to players and staff, carefully worded, but saying that they don't return next year unless they're double COVID-19 vaccinated. Um, look, uh, hats off to them for being COVID safe. I think it would be a really good idea that players get double vaccinated so we're not caught in this um, debacle where the competition has to be cancelled uh, due to COVID outbreaks around Australia um, like it was uh, last year and uh, stuff like that. I think that... Um, I think it's a good idea for players to get vaccinated. Uh, they're saying it for the staff here as well. I think that's the safest way to go. Uh, in my opinion, they should have already been vaccinated, every single one of them. Um, last year when we had this COVID debacle, where we had missed a few games due to COVID, I think um, that's when they should have really got the message and got vaccinated. But it's good to see that uh, clubs like the Bulldogs are starting to get the hang of things and starting to get vaccinated. And speaking of the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs are reportedly interested in signing Braden Burns from 2022. Look, honestly, I think if he stays at Souths, there's a chance of him playing first grade. Obviously, with the exit of um, Dane Gagai, there leaves a spot in the centres for him. Um, Campbell, by the way, they've still got Campbell Graham, um, Josh Mansell, Jackson Paulo, uh, Alex Johnston even. Um, not Off the top of my head, can't think of any other uh, centres there. It'd be, you know, it'd be really interesting. It'd be interesting, and this is what I would do if I was the coach of South, 
Blake Taff at fullback. You move Latrell into the centres. And then you put uh, Lachlan Ilias in at halfback. I think that one game that we saw from him was really good. Obviously, to firm my opinion and for me to absolutely have 100% confidence in putting him there, I'd have to see him play a bit more footy. But I do think that he's a really talented young bloke. Really big heart for a halfback, but he's really, really strong as well and a great defender as well as an attacker. Obviously, I watched a little bit of him in the SG Ball Grand Final, or I think it was Jersey Flag, sorry, the Jersey Flag Grand Final, along with Blake Taff, where Blake Taff scored about two tries. Uh, Lachlan Ilias was playing 5-8 that game, and he really looked, he was sort of the structure to Blake Taff's off the cuff, um, and I think that'd be good up with Cody Walker, because we know, as we know, Cody Walker loves to play a bit of off the cuff footy, and if we bring that structure through Lachlan Ilias and have Blake Taff at fullback to be that off-the-cuff player. I think it'd be really, really fun to see. Um, but look, if, if that's not the way they go, if Latrell stays at fullback, Blake Taff moves to halfback, there is that spot there for Braden Burns to come into the centres. Um, but look, uh, depending on how things go next year with South, uh, I think going to the Bulldogs would be a really good way to go for Braden Burns. The thing with the Bulldogs is they've signed a lot of outside backs. They've got Brett Naden obviously coming in. They've already got Nick Kotrick. They've got Addo Carr. They've got a bunch of outside backs, Matt Dufty even. Uh, That's just off the top of my head. That's all I can think of. But they've got a shitload of outside backs. They're still... Oh, well, I don't know if they're keeping Nick... No, they're not keeping Nick Meany, sorry. Um, But yeah, they've got Christian Crichton. They've got plenty of outside backs, and I don't really think they need Braden Burns, in my opinion, but look, it'd be a good signing, nevertheless. He had a really good back end of the season when he was in the side. I really do like watching Braden Burns play at the moment, uh, and I would love to see where he goes and where he ends up in 2022. Dylan Edwards reportedly faces a critical fitness test ahead of the grand final on his injured foot. Now, I said this uh, in another podcast earlier in the week. I, I know that... Dylan Edwards was not 100%. He was in a moon boot at training. Um, and I did say that he was going to be in doubt. And just to watch out for that one, I'm still of that opinion. I don't think that he'll play, to be honest. Uh, it, it's not a good sign if throughout the week of uh, your fullback for the grand final is in a moon boot. So I don't think he will play. I think either Charlie Staines will move to fullback or they'll put Stephen Crichton in at fullback and they'll put Charlie Staines on the wing. I just think that's how it's going to go, unless they put Brett Naden in again. Um, look, I, I think Dylan Edwards is in some, some serious doubt for this one. So, earlier, a few podcasts ago, we were talking about Jamal Fogarty and his move to... Uh, well, his move to the Raiders, uh, and like his potential leaving from the Titans. Now... The Titans have reportedly granted Jamal Fogarty permission to negotiate with rival clubs. He is set to sign with the Raiders from 2022. That's a report from Clarkie's RL column. Now, it was all over Channel 9 as well, so you know this is a legit report. I don't really understand why the Titans are letting him go. We talked about it last night on Thursday Chats with Richie. Go ahead and listen to that podcast as well. We talk about this weekend and some end-time try-scorers. Really interesting podcast, so go and listen to that one. Um, but we talked about just the experience-wise, letting a guy like Jamal Fogarty go. He's been playing footy for a long time. Now, he hasn't been in the NRL for a long time. I'll give you guys that. 
but he's been playing rugby league for a long time. He's 27 years of age, so you know that he's been playing rugby league for a long time. I just think that experience is really, like, it's just too valuable to let go. I get long-term, you're trying to morph the, the younger guys like Toby Sexton uh, into this squad, but honestly, you think about the spine that that's going to leave. You've got Jaden Campbell fullback, then you've got AJ at 5'8". You've got um, Toby Sexton at halfback. That's a really young spine, under 20s, pretty much. Um, they've already let go of Ashley Ta- Ashley Taylor's already been, um, well, he's in the stages of being let go. Um, and he hasn't played much first grade uh, at the back end of this season. Um, and now you're letting Jamal Fogarty go. So I think that's a really strange one. I don't know why you'd let go of all your experience. And I think if this is the case, the Titans could be in some serious trouble come next year. Um, we saw it happen with the Brisbane Broncos when they were playing with all like under 20 side pretty much. They didn't have that much experience other than the likes of Alex Glenn. This was a year or so ago and they were the wooden spooners. So look, I don't think that this is a great move by the Titans. It'll be a great signing though for the Raiders. I think the Raiders do win this signing. There was another report as well saying that they were going to trade Josh Hodson for Jamal Fogarty, and I think that'd be a bit smarter, obviously bringing in that experience. But look, we'll have to wait and see on this one. I'm not 100% sure. Now, this report here I find a bit ridiculous. Moses Leota has been ruled ineligible for the New South Wales Blues as he arrived in the state after he turned 13. Now, I think the eligibility thing is a bunch of bullshit. Um... And look, don't quote me on that. Don't um, say snitch on me. Um, look, I think it is. It seriously is. Ronaldo Militolo had a dream of playing for the Queensland Maroons um, since he was a kid, and then he got ruled out. Um, he's, he's played pretty much under-16s, under-17s, under-18s, under-20s, and then he comes into this Maroons camp and has been told he's ineligible. Um so I just find that a bunch of bullshit, to be honest. And I'm just going to say it loud and proud. It is a bunch of bullshit. I think that Moses Leota should definitely be allowed to play for the New South Wales Blues. Uh, and it's really unfortunate that it that he can't. And uh, I love watching Moses Leota play. I think he'd be awesome for the Blues. It is just really unfortunate with the eligibility um, standpoint of a bunch of these players missing out um, because they came into the country a bit later. Um, look. Really just stupid in my opinion. The Huddersfield Giants have signed Danny Levi on a two-year deal. I think he needed to get out of that Brisbane system, to be honest. I think that it wasn't doing him any good. He wasn't starting that much. There's got a bunch of young hookers coming through that they've been starting a bit more. Obviously, the likes of Jake Turpin um, as well. He, I, he, I think he definitely needed to get out of that um, of that Brisbane squad. It was not doing him any good for his career at all. I think he'll do really well at the Huddersfield Giants. Um, he's a pretty good hooker, Danny Levi. He's played a lot of international footy. Um, I think he'll be fantastic over at the Huddersfield Giants. Uh, I can't wait to see him play over there. The Warriors will reportedly offload Kane Evans to the Super League before 2022 kicks off, and I think that's a good idea by the Warriors. You don't really want... Um, now, this is going to sound really harsh, Um and look, no disrespect to Kane Evans. Um, 
He was a fantastic footballer at the Eels and earlier in his career at the Roosters. I just think that over the past, or say at the back end of this season, he, he's turned into a really unlikable player. Just his attitude and some of the things that he's done. Obviously, punching J- Jesse Raymond in the face. Uh, um, I think that was what it was. I think it was Jesse Raymond. Um, but even still, whoever it was, it, it's just really disappointing to see. Um, and I think for the Warriors, would be a really good move. Because you don't really want that kind of attitude in a club. It really does give a harsh vibe um, to the club. And it sets a really poor standard, uh, keeping a guy that does silly things like that. Good news for the Warriors, though. The Warriors are reportedly set to sign Ash Taylor on a train and trial deal. And I think this would be a really great signing. I think um, just off some reports that I've been looking at, Chance Nagol Klockstad is set to leave the club um, and potentially go to the Raiders. I don't think he'll go because I think Jamal Fogarty is off off to the Raiders now. Um, But look, this would be a great signing for the Warriors. And again, I think it's really, really stupid by uh, the Gold Coast Titans to be letting these experienced heads go rather than trying to fix... uh, Well, not fix. They're fantastic players. You're not really fixing anything more so um, get their best footy out of them rather than just letting them go. And I think it is really going to hurt the Titans next year, losing all of these experienced heads. They've always had Anthony Don retire earlier in the season as well. And watch the Titans because this could have a similar effect that it did on the Brisbane Broncos when the half of their side was under 20s. Um, and they were the wooden spooners, to be honest. And well, they were the wooden spooners. <laughs> There's nothing to be honest about. They were, it's the truth. Um, yeah, I just think it's really disappointing by the Gold Coast Titans. But for the Warriors, it's, it, would, it would be a really beneficial signing for them. Well, that's it for this podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed this one. Recommend this one to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.